This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 1134, Alex Pearson here on The Alex Pearson Show. We are now going to do Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, and Tech Talk is brought to you by Vacuuman, Furnace and Duct Cleaning. And we played that song for you, Adam. My uh, board up, Loretta, I was like, we'll play this for Adam. And I was like, yeah, I'm listening to the lyrics. This is what I like about you. You hold me tight. You've never held me tight. That was well. That's romantic. Well, thank you. We like Adam, right? Oh, yeah, we do. I'm like, but he's never <laughs> held me tight. Never, never. All right, I'm we sorry. got lots of stuff to get through. That's okay. I wouldn't let you. Um, let us talk about AI because I was talking about it earlier in the show. You know, regarding the fact that the government is trying to put some guardrails on it, albeit it's going to be tough because it advances so quickly, but. There are, are, are a lot more headlines as to its uses. You know, we hear a lot of bad stuff about it. But certainly, you know, it is making its uh, way into things like um, recycling, certainly manufacturing, um, which is why a lot of labor now, when they are holding strike votes, they want language in there saying, I don't want to be replaced by AI, but it's coming. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think we got to look. There's going to be always two sides. There's going to be a positive and a negative when it comes to AI. Um, I'm on the positive side. You know, I, I don't think it's a, you know, it's it's a set in it. It's not, it's not anything we're looking at in regards to like, you know, machines from Terminator or anything yet. I mean, yet, I say, yet. it's not there. Um, <laughs> but, but as of today, if we're looking at it today, um, yeah. you know, the yeah, thing like, that I thought was tomorrow. really cool is how AI is benefiting the process. I mean, we claim we need better processes for environmental, and that's a big call out right at the moment. Well, recycling is complicated for any process. Oh my God, as it's the you worst. know, if you if you put out your recycling, and you know, Michelle, my wife, she'll she'll usually be mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll see her in the morning pulling cans out of one blue bag and sorting yeah. cans in one and paper in another. And I'm like, and a lot of it doing? doesn't go. Like people do their good <laughs> and think, oh, this is going to go to the land. Like, and yeah. they, this is going to get recycled. And a lot of it goes to the landfill. Like it's that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. tough and, to try to get this, it done properly. A company called Everest Labs has just come out with an artificial intelligence robotic that is capable of being able to sort efficiently using uh you know laser-eyed radar and la lidar uh and what it can do is actually find even the smallest of e items such as a, a plastic straw and be able to mm -hmm. use its robotic arms and pick it up and move it now this is an, a step up from the normal robotics because this this creates a little bit of a unique element of where items were still getting uh, if it wasn't sorted, it goes to the landfill. So uh, this new product that's coming out is using AI in a full capacity way to determine, is it a can, is it paper, is it plastic, uh, sorting it effectively and and why that's so relevant. And we got to look at how this is, I'm going to say a great thing for the world is we're right on this whole climate change. We got to do more, you know, and, and maybe we just keep taxing gas or we could invest in things like this and it could actually oh, do a lot more good. Mm -hmm. Albeit, then you find yourselves with, uh, you know, union members, let's say, who are getting angry, saying, uh, 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 we won't vote for you if you let this kind of stuff. So there is a political spin to this because there, it's going to be a job replacer. There's going to be people. I mean, people right now, they sort it on the line. You, know, you put a machine yes. in there. There'll be pushback yep. to this, albeit there are benefits, as you point out, to it. Right, right. And, and you know, cost. here's another one. 
Yeah. Uh, to give another example, in, in London, this is London, UK, um, you know, mm. not London, Ontario, as much as <laughs> where, where is this? Um, in London, UK, they're using industrial ovens right now, again, using AI, robotic arms, incubators, um, and a sequencing machine. And what it's doing is it's creating, again, uh, using AI intelligence to determine medical antibodies for the humans and you know human uh, uh health purposes so what it's capable of using the artificial intelligence is that uh it's it's going through it's it's called lab genius it's leveraging it to the point that it's keeping uh capable of determining within a short period of time um elements of which could be uh harmful for humans it could be uh capable of, of providing a solution uh or a, a health issue in regards to curing an issue so when you bring up these points you're right rah rah you know raise your fist in anger you know we're removing jobs this is taking the timeline it, it goes from helping uh, a, a solution when it comes to medical solutions from uh you know testing and you know i don't know everything that it comes with it with regards to uh the process of you know testing on animals seeing what the results are then testing on champies and and all that other stuff uh these are where the benefits we could see ai it is coming out with a solution that can help speed up medical research that instead takes five years ten years right, right, is right, now right. streaming it into months hmm. yeah it's interesting well look it's coming Put it to some good use. And then you've got like uh, the next one, the, the um, liquid battery, the power of future and the way it's being developed with a charge, a, a charge that can last for years on a battery. Well, yeah, we're talking hundreds of years. And this is hundreds we of open years. up the segment with. Yeah. So you sell one battery. Uh, we talking about? Here's your battery. <laughs> you never come back. Well, that's not a good way to make well, money. Let's Adam. be clear. <laughs> It's not just a normal yeah. when you say battery, everyone thinks of a rectangle right. square or circle that that that's your battery. The unique thing is MIT has come up with a liquid battery that is capable of creating an electrical charge. Um, and ironically, we just said, you know, robots and Terminator. This is actually a bit like Terminator. Um, it's that liquid mm -hmm. metal component. And it's a lithium battery that is so thin that it will be able to hold an electrical charge. Um, that say, for example, a, a, a robotic prosthetic, an arm for that matter, will now be able to be molded right, in right, this right. new liquid metal battery. And now it can hold it. You don't need a battery pack to connect it. It becomes Okay, so why couldn't you do that, that with car? Sense. Right. Then why couldn't you do this with car? So this is my concern when we get like the $22 billion subsidy for an EV battery car maker, whatever. Correct. Yes. And I think, okay, well, in five years, by the time this is built, there's going to be a new technology. You, you got to think that, that someone's going to come out in the EV market and with something greater and greater. And then we've got all these factories. I, I think that they can kind of change. But, you know, if you can create a battery for an EV that lasts for hundreds of years, uh, so much for those EV charging centers. Well, and I don't again, know if that's a everything's thing, but. Well, it is. It's just in its, it's in its infancy. So again, these are items that are being tested right now. They have to be actually in real work. Now, again, oh. talking about a small charge to what you're describing is, you know, a car, that's a lot of charge. That's a lot of kilowatts that it takes to move mm -hmm. and thrust. Uh, and they're very heavy. Now, could it be capable of running effectively in a, in a format that could work that? The answer is yes. Could a car mold made of metal um, be capable of being the electrical charge? Yes, it could. It still needs to be 
charged. Remember, a battery would need to be charged. So there's two sides of mm -hmm. both it. Hey, it acts as a battery, but it needs to be charged as well. In this case, this one is more of a, it, it creates the ability of charging in a low uh, amount of kilowatts to allow the action to, to work without needing to be, uh, you know, having a battery pack hang on it. So if it was like a prosthetic leg, a prosthetic arm, the, mm -hmm. the metal, the liquid metal would be able to be the battery, but it wouldn't be enough to be able to mold into a car in my understanding of this, what I've researched, um, to be able to hold a, a large capacity of energy at any given time consistently. Not yet. Not yet, but every day. We got Adam Oldfield for Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Duck Cleaning. By the way, got my ducks cleaned, and they uh, it's amazing what happens when you do get your ducks cleaned, because it actually dries my clothes. I'm very excited. You should be. And think of the money you're yeah. saving, energy you're saving. All the value you're I getting. I didn't burn my house down is what the guy said. It was a huge, huge, like just a mind-blowing amount of straw. And there was a few eggs in there and cotton and all these guys. He's like, never mind your dryer. He's like, this is a massive fire waiting to happen at your Has house. Been. He's like, anyway, yeah. we fixed it. We're capped. My dryer won't break 50 more times. We're good. Um, I think this is interesting. I was reading through like some of the stuff that you, you send us. And this has to do with paint. And I don't yeah. know if this is yeah, like a right. game changer, but this is cool paint from Stanford and it's like an energy saver. Like how does this work? Yes. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. It, it's, it's, it's in layers. So, I mean, paint is a mixture of obviously compounds that, you know, obviously it could be an oil base, a latex paint yeah. base and otherwise, but yeah, Stanford university has created a, a new paint. Um, and what it does is it creates a, uh, a layer of, of think of it as a, a, an insulator. Um, so it keeps your homes uh, cooler in the summer, warm in the winter, um, thus, you know, producing energy costs, greenhouse gas emissions are dropping. Um, and even better is that it creates, uh, I guess, an insulation, as we as we mentioned, the big thing is not only your home, but um, mm. for more transportation vehicles. So trucks, trains, uh, refrigerated, specifically well, you transportation. Can, what about the outside of your house? Like, could you paint your whole house in it and... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, the, that's okay, the intention. So then the idea yeah. is to save the energy, like energy costs of house. That's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. So what they've done is is it creates this. Uh, I mean, the real push right now is on climate. I mean, it, you know, I think I hear it on your show every oh, day I, talking oh, about I, green oh, belts. No, and, well, and not like, so much on yeah. my not so much on my show, but yes, it's what everyone <laughs> talks about. I cover it. Yeah, I'm it's not, it's not, a it's a topic of hot discussion. Yeah. Let's just call it what it yeah, is. Well, um, and this is you know the. This new this new element of of creating this this uh, um, I'm gonna say insulating uh, solution um, truthfully will be yes you're right a game changer now here's again it's still in the uh, development stage in regards to research but I assure you a gallon of paint of this stuff is not going to be cheap so it's uh you know I don't know if the energy saving and the cost savings it's going to take a long while but it has been proven and that's the fact is that it has been proven with the layers within the paint itself to contain uh the energy thus not losing any loss uh within any <laughs> container or home uh or building for that matter commercial but, but and how does residential how does the technology work like how does it know that it like in the summer let's say you painted your house in it how does it know to keep it cool like is there something in it when the sun or the weather hits the paint that it reacts somehow like i don't i don't understand how it works like i know if you paint yeah. white it will stay cooler if you paint black it That's gets right. hotter because yes. is that the same ref the ref reflective stuff 
Like what? Uh, it's no, no, it's not in that okay. in that regard. It's it's the com. Think of it as layers. So think of it as in the paint itself has layers. So as you mix your, mm -hmm. we'll use the example of you know uh, pink or whatever has a mixture of compounds of color co uh, extracts. In that the 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 compounds are polymer uh, components. No scientist here talking, uh, but I do know mm -hmm. that it's a layer component of. I guess, tested uh, chemicals. And what it does is it, it, it retracts the outside, uh, the sun being the heat that, that kind of creates the, uh, the, the heat inside and internally creates almost like an insulation. So if you have insulation That's around a wall, that, that works the same way. So whether it's spray foam or whether you're using the old Pink Panther stuff, um, you know, you, you've got the paint is, is becoming almost uh, either an addition or uh, mm -hmm. they haven't claimed the full effective uh, ability of could it replace other, uh, you know, insulations uh, protecting in that degree, but they have claimed that it could be uh, something over time, but we're at the infant point, uh, infant stage of saying, yes, it can be done and we can prove it actually is uh, producing these uh, capabilities of energy savings and, and otherwise. So yeah, yeah. that's the no, big thing. I mean, it's a way, yeah, it's the big thing. But I mean, but again, if this, is as amazing as it sounds it could be a real game changer like you it's just yeah it's i think it's really i'm kind of imagining it while you're explaining it to me i wanted to get this in because it has to do with a taxi service and whether or not that is also going the way of robots and so san francisco tried out the old robo taxi uh, not not necessarily how they wanted to roll it out yeah no in fact uh within the day of it being approved it was always they had and, and again on just to be clear ontario has a license of approved autonomous driving um in california right. yeah. in the state well the city of san francisco specifically they actually have 500 uh robo taxis that are autonomous fully driverless autonomous and the day after they approved the expansion of them they got them on the road and they all started driving around <laughs> 10 of them in a row came to a grinding halt in a busy street downtown San Francisco. And the unique aspect of, you know, why they just came to what they run out of battery. Did they, you know, what, what happened? Well, there was a series of problems and this is something that still needs to be worked out. Um, what happened was there was a music festival going on in San Francisco and many people were attending <laughs> uh -oh. this and their cell phones were filming and broadcasting live video of the festival. And um, the autonomous vehicles run on the same um, cellular slash uh, mobile electronic connections. And what happened was it overwhelmed the system. Kind of like when you're using your phone and you're like, oh man, it seems really slow. Ah, oh, geez, give me a second. It's not uploading bright. Well, the cars, when they weren't able to create a solid uh, uh, fast connection, they stopped and just ceased to move until it was safe that they were connected to work. Um, again, it, it, it caused a massive traffic jam. Um, I bet it you know, and, and, and would they call that surge? It, it did. Surge like, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so like, um, no, it was, sorry. Well, nothing. You got me. I'm like, I'm like a second behind you. I'm a zoom or something. So I'm trying not to step on you, but go, go ahead. You finish your point. You only have 30 seconds. Okay. My, 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 <laughs> All right, let me get this done. The last part was it wasn't just cellular connection. It was the fact that there was also circumstances where someone didn't close the door properly and left the door open. And nobody, you know, and as a driver would be like, hey, shut the door or ah, for Christ, get out and close it. Um, there is a lot of circumstances. People get out of their car, they leave the door open and the vehicle will not move. So it's not just related to a, a technological connection. It was a lot of human error. Yeah.
Well, again, a lot of emerging technology. My son always asks, when can I get my license? And I, I'm like, I don't even know if they'll have cars when you're around. Who knows, like, when you get your license. I don't even know what will be going on. And you'll be driving me around. But All right, Adam, i got to let it go there. But I will chat with you. All right. Thanks, Alex. All right. Have a good weekend. That is Adam Oldfield. That is your Tech Talk for the week and brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Dot Cleaning.